0: Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: The
2: future radio. The
1: future of radio. The future of radio, the future. The future of radio is here. dot
0: com. I mean, just to be clear, I just, I just want to know—is there going to be a day where you? Don't have some kind of ailment. When I come always. Into the I
1: think that's what getting older is about. Whenever I talk to my dad about something new that's gone wrong, he's like, "Welcome to getting older." I mean, your it, body turns against you.
0: Well, that's that's true. Although I do have to say, like in all seriousness, what you're describing does sound like something because I did a little bit of reading up on this, and it.
1: You did no such thing. I did. I mean, a bunch it's of coming reading.
0: from underneath, right? Because that's.
1: I'm not even going to listen to you.
0: I mean, what it sounds like is shin weevils. and that's that's all I'm going to say. We'll talk about it. but I mean, it's it could be an issue. There I'm is a little no bit such worried. thing
1: as shin weevils. It- you are could be contagious.
0: That's what I'm a little disturbed of. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio network, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we'll we'll discuss Sarah's ailments here in just a second. I do want to say this. I want to remind everybody. To go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and pick up your tickets for the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase coming up on April first, and the show starts at uh, at eight p.m. Mm-hmm. and we're going to be it's going to be starring Curtis Cook, Stacey Halal. Jason Traeger, and Andy Main. Yes. So all four amazing comedians. It is going to be fantastic. So get your tickets now at FunEmploymentRadio.com. You get them for a better price if you get them ahead of time. And, uh, you know, it helps us know that you're coming to the show. So yes. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Go there. Click on the link right there at the, the front of the page and get your tickets now. Also, coming up on today's show, we're going to have an interview with
1: Alex Raymundo. And we actually talked to him uh, earlier today live from South by Southwest.
0: Yes. So we. He's
1: slightly drunk and in the middle of South by Southwest. He does. Well, I
0: don't know if he's drunk. He did say he was drinking tequila. The man seems like he can hold his tequila. Maybe he can
1: hold his tequila. That could be true.
0: It's possible. So he is going to be at the Bossa Nova Ballroom this Saturday. And so we're going to be playing that interview here in a bit. And. We have a chance for you to win some tickets. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. Alex is really, really cool. So we'll, uh, we'll be playing that here in just a little bit. All right. Now, just so we can get this out of the way, I know you're a little uncomfortable right now. I, I am. I upset. thought today I'd,
1: I would feel – I'm not upset, but I'm saying I thought I'd feel I, – I do feel slightly better. The tops of my feet hurt less. But I did notice something that happened yesterday that I didn't notice on Sunday.
0: So Sarah and I both ran the 15K for the Shamrock Run over this last weekend, 15K, 9.3 miles through Portland and up a gigantic hill, and it was, uh, you know, we we survived, barely.
1: It was pretty hard, which however, is why we're still talking about it however, because we're still in pain from Well, it.
0: and that's, that's what, Sarah came in today here into the studio where we broadcast from at Southeast Portland, and... Apparently is still having some kind of an issue going on. Like every day, it seems to be getting worse and worse, and I don't know. Well,
1: Sunday was. Totally I don't know whether fine. you're
0: exaggerating or no, whether this is real. The or pain what's hadn't going on.
1: kicked in on Sunday. Yesterday, it was the tops of my feet, okay. where it, it just really hurt to walk at all. Okay. Today, it's a it's a little bit better. I still am having a hard – because I was hoping to maybe go running today. That's not happening. Okay. I got up out of my bed. I'm like, oh, no, all right. I Mm -hmm. guess I'm still not doing that. So I'm just basically just walking from my apartment to my car and then my car to the studio. And you know, back again. Okay,
0: but there was something though going on with your shins. There is in All particular. Right. Now I know this. This may be a little little graphic. We're not going to get too graphic with it, but it's I think not I've graphic, diagnosed everybody. It's not what graphic. She's, what it she's is got. Not so. Ex- explain what it is. That's so I, to I you noticed snack?
1: this weird thing on my legs. So um. So after running. On Sunday, my so like uh, also the tops of my feet, but my shins really hurt. And as I was like, I was like kind of rubbing my leg on my shins, and I felt that it was kind of um, swollen. Yeah. And I looked, and both of the fronts of my shins had bruises on them.
0: Yeah. Did it seem like there was something moving under the skin? It felt
1: like there was nothing moving under the skin. Okay. All nothing right. at all. Oh, no, they
0: haven't hatched yet. All and right. so
1: I looked this up, Greg. This blew my mind. Did you know that you can actually bruise from the inside?
0: Um. Well, I. I suppose, I I guess that's possible. I didn't know it was
1: possible. Internal
0: bleeding is kind of like an internal bruise. Exactly.
1: And that's what it is when you get a lot of stress, especially like on the fronts of your shins, like when it starts to build up blood underneath your skin, then it bruises from the inside. So I, Mm -hmm. the shamrock run literally bruised me from the inside. Now,
0: that's one possibility. Now, the other thing is for part of this run, we did run through some kind of wooded areas of uh, the outer Portland area, or I guess it's inner Portland, but it's some wooded areas. And... One thing that is common this time of year up there there 's a lot of you know since it 's been warmer there 's a lot of things that are coming out of the woodworks as, you know as you would say because they are literally hatching from the wood but they um it's possible there's, there's some insects from
1: the wood. Just stop it.
0: that can get in when you're running. They're attracted to the sweat of of runners, and this happens quite frequently. Although I personally don't know anyone who's gotten them, but it sounds like it's possible. You're
1: such an idiot. You
0: could have shin weevils. You are and that's such an what I'm idiot. just saying. If you if you are at home right now, and maybe you ran or you've done anything, and you feel like a little bit of pain in your shins, frequently. That is, uh, that is shin weevils No, I don't have, have shin,
1: I don't have shin pain. It's just where it's bruised is where it is. And like, yeah, what I oh, mean by saying. okay, yeah. Let me speak. No, what I'm what, saying what I'm saying is like, when I'm saying I'm bruised from the inside, it means I didn't like slam my leg into anything. I didn't like run into something. All of a sudden bruises just formed from me not bumping into anything, mm-hmm. which is creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's, that's why I'm saying that it's possible You're not scaring me either.
1: about shin weevils because I don't even know what a fucking weevil is.
0: Oh, uh, well, it's like a, kind of It's like a, kind it of like a, a potato be- bug? Kind of like a beetle. Yeah, so it's quite possible that something is inside. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm not it's worried generally... about it. It's really
1: not that big or it's it's fine. It's I'm just not life-threatening. All I'm saying is I did not know that you could actually bruise just from stress of running.
0: It's probably going to get worse before it gets better. That's all I'm saying if it is it. Uh, yeah, in the chat, Edward's saying uh, you should take a good hot bath. That's one way you can do it is submerge your legs underwater for a while because then it'll force them to come out. Then, oh, you know. stop
1: it, Greg. Stop being gross just to be gross. That's disgusting. I'm
0: not being gross. I'm just saying maybe it's shin weevils. That's that's possibly it. All
1: right. Let's just not talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> all yeah. right.
0: You're okay, though. You're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Have... But I
1: just, I did not know because I was all bruised up and battered and I did not Sarah realize Sarah doesn't, it, doesn't like joking
0: way. about her legs being like this. I don't No,
1: like... it's not. It, it is not the most comfortable. Okay. I have to well, say walking downstairs. Greg was making fun of me walking down the stairs. Yeah, it was because I have to take the stairs one at a time, and so it takes me forever to walk down the stairs. Yeah, it did take you a so while. Just while like, yeah, walk I, the I'm doing like a little shuffle. So yeah. it takes me, usually when it takes me, you know, usually like 10 seconds to get down, it's taking me about a full minute.
0: Yeah, it's the sh- the Sarah shuffle down the stairs. It is
1: the Sarah shuffle, and I'm like hanging on to to the guardrail thing. Well,
0: regardless, it's still awesome that you ran and that you did it, and so that's good. I'm, I'm sorry your recovery is taking a little while. I I didn't do while. any like
1: permanent damage.
0: Mm, yeah, I'm. I
1: mean, I am in my mid thirties now.
0: You are, you are. I mean, don't you have to worry about like taking my oh, it like, is, and it isn't calcium calcium just on my shins
1: either. It's like i um, like the backs of my calves too. Ooh, yeah. Don't even start again.
0: Shin weevils. All right. So, I was
1: waiting for someone to say it, uh, Jake for the win, uh, where he said, "I've bruised people's insides." If you know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, See, there you go. Ah. That's what she said. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, there there is that. So, but you you fought through it. You're here. You're you're down here at the studio, we're doing our show. And today is actually Saint Patrick's Day itself. So it is March seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. It is. It feels like we time celebrated
1: it, doesn't
0: it? It does kind of feel like that because that's that's kinda of what Sunday was for me. But nonetheless, you know, it is it is the holiday. And this has always been one of my favorite holidays, you know, for forever. I love Saint Patrick's Day, although I don't really get to uh do it up like I used to when I when I was when, when I was you younger,
1: were, when you were younger shit apple
0: yeah well you know it, it was a little bit easier to go out and celebrate by that i mean just drink a whole lot of guinness and oh, okay. various things guinness and jameson but i i can't really do that as much on the weekday it is still it is still awesome though i mean like this was probably my favorite day of all of my college experience like in college this was the day i looked forward to this was my christmas day
1: okay how how so because
0: this is this is when When we would we would get a bunch of drinks, and I lived in a a, like a townhouse in uh, in Corvallis, and then we would get out onto my front porch, and we would sit there and start drinking at like eight thirty in the morning.
1: So just like a typical Tuesday.
0: No, not anymore, and uh, and would just uh, make fun of people that were walking by the house, and it was it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I was kind of a shit apple for doing it, but nonetheless, it was a good time. It was a good time,
1: and this is wait. This is your memory of St. Patrick's Day is That's, doing that. Yeah, and then, and is then sitting then on your porch drinking beer at eight thirty in the morning and right, because it's to celebrating people being as they Irish. By?
0: Celebrating being Irish. That's what it was all about, Sarah. It's clearly a lot associated with Irish culture. There's nothing. I don't know. That's what we would do. But it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a good time. We, we yeah. Edward in the chat saying, "I bet the neighbors loved you." I don't think they did. I don't think they did at all. I think I that Edward back. might
1: be being facetious. Like now that I'm okay. older,
0: I realize I was one of the. That, that instance I was one of the people that I complain about now I'd be like ah, go do something productive what are you doing out there get off my porch get off my lawn uh, I was that I was that guy I was totally that guy I, I was a shit say, apple though, in
1: college I was in high school but not in college like,
0: oh you were just a perfect angel no I wasn't a
1: perfect angel but I didn't find pleasure in like being mean to people who were walking by the house I wasn't being mean to you them you said that you were making fun of people who walked by your house
0: oh yeah yeah we did kind of do yeah. that yeah no, like, not like a mean way in a fun way
1: how do you make fun of someone in a I don't fun know. way?
0: Now I'm trying to back out of it. I don't. There's I no don't, way that you. Yeah, you know, we weren't mean. It wasn't like bad things. We were just like gag. Eh. Take me lucky charms. I don't know. Some stuff like that. We'd like harass people. It was harassing people, maybe. All right. More so it
1: wasn't so much being mean as it was just you were harassing people. Yeah. That
0: was, yeah. Okay. So that was, that was kind of what it was.
1: And that's what made it your favorite holiday of
0: the time. <laughs> well, now, now that it's said this way, I realize how that sounds. And it probably was none. I don't do that anymore, though. I don't do that anymore. I don't drink the green beer anymore. I don't do any of that. Like, well, I,
1: I don't think it was I the do, green beer that was the problem. It it's was, probably more the, it's the, the Jameson. Food,
0: no, it's the food coloring. That's all it was. Yeah. It that was, the was the food the coloring was. that made you out of control. Well, See, I mean, here's part of the reason was... <laughs>
1: Vicki is asking in the chat if you were the equivalent of, of your meth head neighbors to the poor people passing by. I wasn't doing meth.
0: Well, because it always fell like right around when I was done with finals. So I'd be, I'd be done with school, getting ready to go on spring break. And I had a roommate at the time who didn't... He didn't go to school. He actually worked graveyard, but he was our age. So he was, he was one of my roommates. He was one of my buddies. So he would work graveyard and that was his night. You know, so I would get home. I'd have like an early class. I'd have early classes, but they were done. But usually, by about, about St. Patrick's Day time, so I was on vacation too. He was just getting off of work, so we would celebrate together. And that's. I'm really talking way too much about no, it. No,
1: you're not. Do you ever long for the good old days? I mean, you ha- you own your own porch now. You could I, just. <laughs> I I
0: could. Uh, but <laughs> thing is, Sarah, as you get older, you realize you have to have responsibilities and <laughs> got to pay bills and such. So no, I'm not. I I don't do that anymore. I mean.
1: Well, I don't think I, you I sitting say, on your porch heckling people has anything to do with you paying bills. No,
0: I mean because nowadays, it, now it's nowadays. God, I could not sound older. It's it's kind of an amateur ding, holiday. Ding, ding. It's kind of an amateur holiday. I I do remember like one of my <laughs> one of the funniest memories of St. Patrick's Day was um, this was several years ago when me first and the Gimme gimmies were playing here in Portland. Oh
1: God bless!
0: Actually, me. it's at what is now the Bossa Nova Ballroom. This was when it was something. It was what was it before? I can't remember the name of the what it was but I know what you're Bossa talking Nova. about. And I
1: always forget the name of it. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's it's here in Portland. You know where we had our listener party was the Bossa Nova Ballroom. This was several years ago when it was named something else, and <laughs> giving me really giving me old timey music.
1: Talk about the onion on your belt. Well, we
0: were going down there and bumblebees. No, so we were we went down there and we were doing some celebrating. It was me first. Give me give Gimmie me. This is going to be an awesome show. and We had some some green beers as you do, and uh, the uh, lady I was with at the time. Um, didn't handle her beer very well. She was drinking way too much. And I remember we were there at at the club getting ready to watch the show. And uh, she disappeared for a while and then just kind of came back up out of nowhere. I was like, okay, where have you been? She's like, we have to go. I have to go now. I have to go now. Like, what? what exactly happened? And as it turns out, since she couldn't hold her her booze, but she was still drinking it, um, I guess she was trying to run to the bathroom to throw up, and instead didn't quite make it to the bathroom <laughs> and ended up throwing up all over like the front door to the bathroom and all over the floor. Oh, right as you walk in, God, and it was green beer, so it was just all over the place, and um, we had to uh, we had to exit quite quickly, and I had to, I got her home, and then had to come back and missed half of me first in the gimme gimme. So that's that's amateur, so that's amateur hour right there. That's what happened. Yeah, it was wow. It was pretty. It I don't think I've lovely. ever
1: had green beer.
0: I mean, there's a real secret to it.
1: I know it's the food coloring, but I mean, <laughs> I think like, you know, even when I went to St. Paddy's Day parties, like they didn't really have a lot of green beer around. Because I think I always was afraid it was going to like stain my lips and teeth green. Yeah. So I didn't really want to drink it.
0: But yet you drink wine, and wine will do that.
1: I only drink wine at home because it turns my teeth purple, and nobody needs to see that. Oh, all right.
0: (laughs) See, there we go. There we go.
1: Well, I did uh, scrounge up, since you were talking about St. Patrick's Day, I did scrounge up a couple of, um, just a couple of fun facts about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, good, good, good. And I also pulled up some Flogging Molly Drunken Lullaby as instrumental version to play in the background.
0: Everybody in the world's a Flogging Molly fan on this day.
1: Oh, I am every day. No, I know you are. All right. It's just a few facts. Okay. Just so you know. Did you know that St. Patrick wasn't Irish?
0: Um, he was actually Scottish. Oh, okay. That's right, because he came came to Ireland. He was a... Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, St. Patrick's Day was invented in America. Okay. Yeah, St. Like Patrick's Day celebrations began in the 18th century in American cities, which the large Im- with uh, large Irish immigrant uh, immigrant populations. Wow, that's a hard phrase to say. Large Irish immigrant populations. Large
0: Irish immigrant populations. Large Irish immigrant populations. Large Irish immigrant populations. All right. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. it's also said that it became a way to honor the saint, uh, who is of course uh, St. Patrick, uh, but also to confirm ethnic identity and to create bonds of solidarity within the Irish community. Okay. March 17th is the day that St. Patrick's Day is celebrated because it is the day that he actually died.
0: I don't know.
1: One of the rumors, or, you know, one of the stories, the fables, is that St. Patrick was the one that drove the snakes out of Ireland. Yes. Uh-huh. When he came there, turns out there weren't any snakes to begin with, so it wasn't true.
0: Well, there weren't any after he was done.
1: Well, I guess that's true as well. That doesn't See? mean he drove them away. Yeah, you could say that. Sure. Uh, the shamrock isn't the official symbol of Ireland. Do you know what it actually is?
0: Uh, it's not the shamrock, it's
1: the name of a beer.
0: Guinness? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. No, it's the harp. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Saint Patrick's actually, you know, now it's like drunken buff- buffoonery, but actually, originally it was. Uh, it used to be a dry holiday.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: until 1970, all pubs in Ireland were closed in observance of the religious day. So they did that to pay their respects until someone in the 70s, someone's like, oh, I think we're doing this wrong.
0: So Americans kind of ruined it.
1: Let's flip it around. (laughs) Wait, we're saying no drinking? We should totally have some drinking here. Uh, Corned beef and cabbage is not an Irish uh, delicacy. What is it? It isn't an originally Irish dish. Um, It doesn't say where it's from.
0: So everything about Ireland is a lie? Is that what you're? Implying? I think everything
1: about St. Patrick's Day is a lie. Okay, all right. Uh, there are more Irish people living in the United States than actually live in Ireland.
0: That I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. True. I didn't know that. Although it's, this is also the time when everybody claims, you know, to have Irish. I'm, I have, I am part Irish. I know you are part Irish, but uh, I think there's a lot of people that are part Irish. Very fertile people.
1: Very, yeah. That's <laughs> like the rabbits of the of Catholicism. Kinda, kinda yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, finally. Uh, let's see. Four leaf clovers are very, very hard to find, and your odds of finding one is slim to none. It's one in 10,000 wow. that you can actually find a four leaf clover.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Those are my facts. Well, there that's go. good to know. See, now mm-hmm. we can go out
0: and say that to people. Yes, Aaron Gobra uh, in the live chat there at funimplementradio.comslash/slash. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. There you go. Good I to know do. about that stuff. Thank want to you, sir. i just give you
1: a little education about that. Thank you. I feel hey, educated. No problem.
0: I feel like I've learned something, and, uh, you know, I'm better for it right now. Now I do kind of want a Guinness. All mm-hmm. right. right, let's, uh, let's. I think
1: a Guinness might be necessary today at some point.
0: I think it might be. All right. So let's switch gears, though, because we need to play our interview with Alex. So Alex Raymundo, going to be here in town at the Boston Novel Ballroom. Don't drink, drink green beer and, and puke on their doors because <laughs> it's a wonderful place. And it's where we had our Fun Employment Radio listener party back in November. So sure everybody did. that was there, you know what we're talking about. And with that, though, Alex talks about uh, something that's pretty cool. He is a tequila company owner. I mean, he has his own tequila, essentially. I don't know what the right word would be. Is he a tequila master? Is he a? I don't know if he actually
1: I think distills
0: he, the tequila, but he owns I, the tequila company. I
1: believe he is the owner of a tequila company. There we go. Okay, there we go. I think that's the way that you say that, how someone owns the tequila company. Okay,
0: well, you know, you and your mixed up words and your <laughs> logic with all of that stuff. So he does, and it's called Number One Tequila. Number Juan Tequila. Number Juan. Number Juan Tequila. Mm-hmm. I can't no, I shouldn't have done that. Uh number Juan Tequila and it's uh it's it's him and, and it's a, his company and he's talking about it here in this interview because we talked to him earlier today and he's down at South by Southwest.
1: Which is in full effect. So he's like honestly standing in the middle of the street yeah. when he called us. Yeah. And so it's kind of loud. But um but you can hear the gist of it.
0: Yeah. And he's uh, I believe he said he's already had three shots three when or we're four. talking to him. Yeah. I think he has one towards the end where he has another shot of tequila, at least so he says. So
1: <laughs> I don't know because because uh, after we talked to him about Twitter toward the end and uh then I I immediately followed him on Twitter and then I saw a picture after like two minutes after we hung up and he looked a little <laughs> he looked like he'd had some tequila shots. Good for I'm him. Say that. Yep, I Good mean for if you're him. gonna do it, do it right.
0: Hell yeah. What else are you supposed to do if you own a tequila company <laughs> and are down there? having a party yeah that that is awesome uh different suggestions for tequila owners tequila darrow tequila Neri tequila czar
1: tequila czar yeah
0: el hombre de tequila <laughs> we should have brought this up with him i i should have asked him this I question know. what he calls himself with he that blew it. but nonetheless he is also a comedian so alex ramundo gonna be here at bossa Nova ballroom tickets are at bossa dot com, and we have a pair of tickets to give away we do so, how do we want to do this? Which,
1: which question should I ask? I think the one that I came up with because I'm pretty proud, even though I don't really know the answer to it, Okay, which so is why I thought it was a good question because it's something that everybody knows, but I don't think anyone really knows knows, Okay, or some people do. Yeah.
0: All right. So, let's go ahead and do that. So, we'll give away one pair here. I might have another pair to give away too, but uh, let's give away one pair. And Sarah, do you want to go ahead and ask your question and then we'll go into the interview and it'll be, what, the first person to answer it correctly sure. in the live should chat? Should it be like
1: the artist and the name of the song?
0: Uh, well, I think the name of the song is kind of given away, isn't
1: it? Oh, is that the name of the song? Yes, I believe so. Oh, I didn't. I see. I didn't. Well, this know is that. your question. Well, I know. I, I told so. you, and I thought you looked it up.
0: Well, okay. Yes, I believe that is the name of the song. Okay, that's the name of the song. So, go ahead and ask your question, and then we'll go on into the uh, go on into the interview.
1: All right. The question is: Who and and the show is this Saturday? Uh, so here we go. Who is the singer of the song Tequila?
0: The Pee Wee Herman dancing song.
1: Here the we Pee go. We Herman dancing song. Alex
0: Raimundo <laughs> uh, on Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. You're to the Fun Employment Radio uh-huh. Network. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. And joining us now is going to be Alex Raimundo. He's going to be here this Saturday for two different shows at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. And he's calling us directly from South by Southwest, apparently, <laughs> apparently in the middle of some giant party. We don't know for sure, but uh, I think he can hear us now. Hello, Alex.
2: Well,. Uh, Greg, I can give you a confirmation. I feel like I'm, a, I'm with CNN. Greg, <laughs> I can give you a confirmation on that party. It is, it is, uh, it's been going on for about six days already. Today is when they say it really kicks into gear. I'll tell you this. I've been here since 9.30 a.m., and I'm into my third tequila already. But, uh, <laughs> we're having fun. It's South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. It's a huge festival. Uh, my, my tequila company is down here. I'm hosting a bunch of shows and a bunch of music showcases. And I'm just having a ball. And really what I'm really doing is just prepping for Portland. <laughs> and I know how heavy the people drink in Portland. And I thought, oh, i got to get a head start. The only way I could get a head start in Portland is start drinking in Austin.
0: It's true. I mean, well, it's, it's a lot of beer and whiskey here. But i got to say, I would love to try your tequila. So I didn't, I didn't realize this. And it's called, um, I've got it pulled up Number here.
1: one tequila? Number one tequila. That is Number one.
2: Uh, we, we are number one and everybody else is number two. <laughs> but it's, we have a beautiful, beautiful tequila. And here's the good news, everybody. We've arranged uh, for uh, 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 when you come to the venue, you will not only really see a fun show, uh, but you will be able to uh, uh, partake of, of what we've got going on. Oh, that's, there you go. That's, 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 how I can, that's how I can legally say it.
0: Okay, gotcha. Well, I think, actually, since we're not FCC, we can probably. Get yes, away since with
1: we it. aren't regulated by the FCC, oh, and, so and, you can and, say whatever and, you want.
2: And, and that, in that case, in that case, uh, number one will be flowing. We've uh, we've arranged with the uh, with the, uh, with
1: Bossa the Nova. And,
2: and they, they, yeah and yeah, and they've uh, they've ordered some bottles. We'll have it behind the bar, and everybody will be able to taste. and uh, And I will tell everybody that night how to get it sent to your front door from now on until we get a statewide distribution. That is awesome. So. So I, I kind of make sure we, we we deliver a party. That's what I do.
1: <laughs> now, is this your first time at South by Southwest this year?
2: It is my first. I've been coming to Austin for many, many years and partying on 6th Street. But this is my first time to attend South by Southwest. And no matter what people have told you about it, there's no way you can take it. You can appreciate what really happens here until you're here. And you will literally say, holy crap, I can't believe there are this many people, this much stuff going on. Literally, there's probably... Within, within a quarter mile of me, all on one street, 200 venues with bands playing.
1: Dear God, that's a lot. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, and,
2: yeah, it's amazing. And, and, and I would say 8% of those bands playing are literally in the street playing. They're just, people just randomly set up and, hey, check it out. There's some guy with a... A werewolf mask playing a violin. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> and you're just like, this is really cool.
1: Now, are you just hosting you know? music shows there, or are you also performing stand-up as well?
2: Well, I'm hosting music shows. Uh, so, you know, eventually I'm going to have some fun with the people. Uh, but we've got, uh, my tequila is in uh, a lot of the bars here. And the bar that we're performing that we're showcasing at has some bands that, that Number One and Alex Bermundo likes to promote. And one of them is called a, ba- a band called Shallow Side. You can check them out at Shallowside.net. Great original rock band, uh, Shallowside dot Just a lot of fun. They're they're great. They're great. anybody would watch. Them. They got cool videos up. Uh, there's another band called EKG that we support, and another band called Reno Bettis, uh, and he's a blues artist and he's just freaking amazing.
0: That's that's so since
2: we're not ruled by the FCC, can I cuss with you guys? You can you, sure can. you can
0: stay whatever the fuck you want. Oh to. good. <laughs> well there you go. He's
2: fucking amazing. then. he's fucking amazing. <laughs> That, and, and I said that as I took my fourth shot of tequila.
1: I am impressed by you, good sir. That is a that I, I am very impressed.
2: Well, thank you, and, wait, and probably wait, a little you, bit wait, jealous. Wait, wait, do you feel me in person?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so so you're down there doing that. I mean, it sounds like you get to go to all these different amazing places just with your stand up career. You know, twenty years touring all over the place. I just I was just curious, like, what's one place that's the oddest place you've ever performed stand up?
2: Uh, I guess the weirdest place, uh, I, I was in, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, this is early uh, career time, you know, maybe three, four years into it, and, uh, the only credit I had to my name was I had done International Star Search, which I went pretty far in it, which was cool, it was television, and, uh, and anyway, I'm, I'm playing this club in Little Rock, and the owner of the club says, hey, uh, do you want to make an extra 300 bucks, and I said, sexual favors aren't included, are they? And he says, no. <laughs> And so I said, "Yeah, I want to make 300 bucks." And there was a there was a bingo parlor every Sunday, and they and they do bingo, right? And he said, in between the games, uh, uh, like in, in one of the breaks, they they have been hiring comics to come in, and it's 300 bucks. You want to go do 10, 15 minutes? I said, "Well, hell yeah!" And that was it was early in my career, so that's what I was making for the week. So I just doubled my money. Um, and so I go there, and I'm telling you, cafeteria. Every old person and every, the only young people were the ones that probably hit them in the head and steal their money later. Uh, but there had to have been 350 people there, so I'm going, this is going to be great, the big crowd. And uh, I get up. And, and these people are literally, literally irritated that they've stopped their gambling <laughs> to listen to my shit. And, and this is not what I anticipated. But my intro, the guy said, "Okay, he's at the Little Rock Comedy Club this week, and uh, and he was just on Star Search. Please welcome." And then he fucked up my name. I don't know what he called <laughs> me. Alex uh, Vermunder. A- Alex Vermundo. You know, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." And so I walk up. I walk up. And literally, the first joke does nothing. The second joke does nothing. And this is nineteen, uh, probably ninety-one. So I had some boots in like, my. Tucked in my boots with that Italian roll or what I look like, you know, what like everybody. Like if like if it was today and I was early in my career, I'd have a long beard like everybody in Austin. <laughs> okay. So I was yeah, you know, I look like everybody. Uh, uh, or every kind of hipster kid. Anyway, by the third joke, there's literally nothing, there's no spotlight except a bright cafeteria, and you hear one old lady go, Well, I hope you didn't do that crap on Star <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, uh, okay. Oh yeah, it's going to be the hardest 300 bucks I've ever made in my life. Oh,
1: my God.
2: And then I was hoping I was hoping for sexual favors to get out of it. I was like, good God. <laughs> what do I have to do? That was, yeah, that was the most uncomfortable place I've ever done stand
1: Well, have you ever performed here in Portland before? I'm sure you have. Has it been a while since you've been here or not at all? I, I, I can't say I've ever been in Portland proper
2: to perform. I've, I've flown, I've connected a flight there. Um, I've been, um, I've been on the coast. There's a casino on the coast. Am I, am I correct in thinking uh, that? Uh, yes, you Chinook are.
0: Winds. There, there's a couple of them over there, yeah.
2: And that was beautiful. I went there and it was the fall and the weather was just amazing. I walked the beach and, uh, smoked a dude. Um, anyway. <laughs> I, but the weather was perfect. I still could wear, you know, a jacket and it was just, there was a fog. It was just so. So I love the area. It's a beautiful state. I'm looking forward to performing in Portland properly.
0: Well, you're actually getting a pretty good warm-up if you're down in Austin, because Austin and Portland get a lot of comparisons as far as the, the people of the city. So it's it's good Sweet. folks. You'll see a lot of beards. You'll see a lot of beards.
2: All right. Awesome. I think that every, the way everyone's wearing a beard nowadays, it's like uh, today's mullet. <laughs> it kind <laughs> of is. You know what I mean? In the 90s, it was a mullet, now it's a beard. It's always long hair growing from somewhere.
1: <laughs> it just happens to be the chin lately.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Well, you are going
0: to be here so this Saturday, so there's two different shows that people can get tickets to at Bossa Nova Ballroom, and tickets are at BossaNovaBallroom.com. And, Alex, what's your Twitter handle? Where can people follow you?
1: It's
2: at Alex Comic at Alex Comic, And I invite you to join me because I'm brand new, and you want to know what I have? Uh have 12 followers
1: oh well well, here you're gonna have 14 in just a second
2: that is that's fucking pathetic isn't it 12 (laughs) followers it's pathetic until you remember that's how many jesus had (laughs) (laughs) and dig this dig this i was reading who was following me uh luke mark I mean, thank God for Frank, because I was getting creeped the fuck out, man. Creeped
1: the fuck out. And just for the record, you have many more than 12 followers. I know I do. you. All right. Come on, Sarah. Don't fuck up my jokes with the (laughs) truth. God damn it. You really did make... I'm like, there's no way he only has 12 followers. I'm like... This interview
0: is going so well.
1: I ruined it. I fucked
0: it up. All right. Well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to call in. Get back to taking some shots of tequila. And um, yeah, we'll see you this Saturday.
2: Yeah, and I'll see, I'm, I'm drinking tequila, I'm bringing tequila to Portland, and, and by the way, para todos eh, escuchando el radio con, uh, con Greg y Sara, eh, también hablo español. So if you come out to the show, I'm going to throw a lot of Spanish at you, and if you don't speak Spanish, everybody, it's time to fucking learn you're in America. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's going to yeah, start man. a debate. That's, that's going to start a debate real quick. <laughs> oh, hell no, that's perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome, well, thank you so much, Alex.
2: I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, y'all. And i got to go back and drink it. All right, All
0: right. Have fun, Alex. Get back to it. All
2: right. Bye.
0: Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Alex seems like he's a lot of fun to hang out with.
1: He does, and he'll be here yes, this weekend.
0: drinking his tequila. <laughs> which, Speaking of which, so a pair of tickets was just won by someone in the live chat. So that was Jake, who answered the question correctly. Which is who sang the song Tequila? You know, da, na, 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 famous by Pee Wee. It's Pee Wee Herman. Um, that the band the answer was is, not Pee Wee. The answer is not Pee Wee. The answer is the Champs. The Champs are who sang Tequila. So congratulations to Jake to get a pair of tickets to go see Alex Raimundo this Saturday at Bossa Nova Ballroom. All right, and let's do. Let's give away one more pair of tickets. All right, to go see Alex. I like this. So this next one though, I'm gonna be We're gonna make it about us. So. <laughs> As we said, we had our listener party at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. That was back in November. and Now I can't even remember what date it was. Middle of November.
1: It was uh, a day in November. A
0: day in November. Yes. A day in November. <laughs> uh, where we had our listener party, and of course we did our live show on stage. But one of the main things that happened during that party is this. We had someone up there modeling our merchandise. So we have, of course, shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff for sale, which is still for sale on our website. Mm-hmm. But at that point, we were introducing it all, and we had a very special model up on stage showing off the different pieces of uh, of merchandise that we had. And this model may or may not have uh, inadvertently, well, or on purpose, stripped down quite a bit. Now, so your question is, my question is, what was this model's name? All right. Now, this is a character from the show. I guess a character. It's also somebody. That we've mentioned many times. So he was the model. Name the model of our merchandise at our listener party back in November. And you can win a pair of tickets to see Alex Raymundo this Saturday, March 21st at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. Send us an email. This is how you win. Email funemploymentradio at gmail.com. So first person to write in with the correct answer gets the pair of tickets. Who was our model at the listener party for our merchandise? All right. All right. Should we do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy?
1: I think that's a yes. Oh hello, my friends. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. My oh, name is I Sarah well. Dillon.
0: <laughs> I am well, Sarah. Thank you for bringing that up.
1: Got my shin bruises.
0: <laughs> shin weevils.
1: Don't say that. Why do you have to take everything and just make it worse? Welcome right. to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, have a couple of updates on. Um, some pop culture things, if you will. Okay. One of which I was kind of sad about because it's one of my favorite actors and one of my favorite shows who has announced that they will not be returning. So I know you're a fan, Greg, of American Horror Story.
0: Yeah, I I like it. I mean, it's it's good.
1: Oh, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, most notably, Coven... And Freak Show, which are the two latest ones. So basically, American Horror Story, if you don't know, like they basically do a different show every year. Yeah, like, but it's every, like every mostly season. the
0: same people, right? But then it's a different story. And- yep,
1: different story, but they reuse a lot of the same actors. It's just been announced this weekend, however, that Jessica Lang has confirmed she will not be taking part in the fifth series of American Horror Story. She's
0: kind of the best part about it. She
1: is the best part about it. That's She's pretty like, amazing. Well, well, crap, I don't know if I want to—I mean, I'll watch it. But she is my favorite part of every series that I've watched.
0: She's always the lead, though. in yeah, Every she's, season. she's the
1: lead. She is the she is the headliner.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you uh, how you do that show without her. Yeah, who's, who's going to replace her? Uh,
1: it doesn't say who's replacing her. Uh, it says uh, she announced this this weekend during a panel at uh, a festival in Los Angeles. She said, uh, "I'm done. You know, we've had a great run here. I mean, I've absolutely loved doing these four characters that I had the opportunity to play." I love the writers and the actors. I mean, all the insanity of it. So she did say, uh, she had hinted to this last year, that season four was going to be her last season. However, then Ryan Murphy, who was the creator of it, said that he was trying to work on her to see if she would do the fifth season. But alas... Due to schedule conflicts, she cannot do it.
0: All right. Well, there's been uh, some some comments here in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. For live subscribers, uh, Mr. Jenky says, Freak Show was hot garbage. So he dis- disagrees with you.
1: It's very, it's divisive. A lot of people didn't like it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, especially um, the final episode was one of the most brutal things ever. It's pretty damn disturbing. And it pays that homage, which I didn't know about until somebody told me about it, the homage to the um, to the movie from the 20s, the Freak Show.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. The
1: scene—I'm no. I'm not going to spoil anything—but the scene with Dandy is what happens in Freak Show. Okay, in the original movie that they actually reference in Freak Show. Oh, American all right. Horror story. Okay. Well, that's uh, fucked up then. Yeah, it's very fucked up. So I—I um, I know this isn't going to be the person that replaces her, but uh, it has been announced that the fifth season will be called Hotel, and Lady Gaga will be.
0: Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I
1: know. I know. It was like when they did the whole Adam Levine thing.
0: Yeah. When they had the dude. Oh, dude. Adam Levine. Don't even get me started about Adam Levine.
1: They didn't have him in very long. I mean, they killed him (sighs) off pretty quick.
0: No, he was in there too much. I just. I cannot take Adam Levine as an actor. I don't care if he's good or not. I just can't take it. And now, I don't know. I don't know about Lady Gaga either. That's. That's kind of. That's kind of. I'm not sure if I can take. It It
1: seems like a lot of times with American Horror Story, like when they try to incorporate the musicians into it, like that's when they swing and they miss. Like, for example, Stevie Nicks. It's your girl, Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler.
0: Just wanted to say I've met Lady Gaga. You before. sure
1: have. Uh, like whenever they try to incorporate the singers, like when you know Adam Levine was in uh, the second season, or you know with Stevie Nicks in the third season, like that was the that was the throwaway episode. Yeah. Whenever anyone asks about Coven, I'm like, you know, just ignore the whole Stevie Nicks storyline kind of thing. It's pretty bad. Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe she'll do a good job. All right. Well, Maybe she'll
0: do a good job. Since I'm obviously a close personal friend of hers, maybe I'll, I'll chime
1: in. Hi, it's your girl Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler. Okay. So I'll just leave that in there. Uh, you start every show with that? No. Uh, here's a movie that you might care about. Of course, I know you're a fan of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, I am. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, that was okay. It was scary with like the rabbit and stuff. I remember it I'm trying kinda, to remember everything. That,
0: I'll be honest, I don't remember everything that happened in Bogus Bogus uh what was it? Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey.
1: Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. Well, now one of the stars, I can't remember who played Bill and who played Ted. Uh, whichever one's not Keanu Reeves, uh Alex Winter. Alex Winter who was a co-star along with Keanu Reeves playing Bill and Ted. They are actually now yeah, they he's announced Bill
0: as Preston Esquire.
1: Okay. Uh, They announced at South by Southwest, which of course is currently happening, which is where uh, Alex Raimundo is right now, uh, that they are actively trying to get it made. So they did make the announcement that the script was finished. They made made this announcement last year. They confirmed publicly in 2010 that they were absolutely going to do it. So now basically they've both come out at South by Southwest and said, yes, we want to do this. Yes, the script is finished. However, we need someone to pick it up or else it's not going to be made.
0: See, I'm wondering, though, about a lot of these movies that are now coming back and finally doing sequels. Because there's that Zoolander's making another one, I know.
1: They will probably
0: do okay at it. But I wonder if it's too much time has passed. Like, those guys are too big a stars now. Or that, did, will that even work out? Like, I'm, uh, for Bill and Ted, I mean, obviously Bill didn't go on to become quite the star that Keanu Reeves was. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm
1: I'm hitting the ball back over to you. Uh, that's what people might have said about like Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah,
0: and it was I think it's fantastic, although I know I a lot of people that didn't I know a lot of people didn't like it. I I liked it.
1: I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I really liked it for what it was. Yeah. Which is a really stupid movie. And
0: Anchorman 2 is pretty good, although that wasn't quite the distance that Bill and Ted have. Mm-mm. I mean, that's like 20 some years, isn't it? I, maybe you told, said when it was last year. Uh, I don't see, know. Oh, uh,
1: see, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was in 1989. Bogus Journey was in 1991.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a long. That's 24 time. That's twenty four
1: years for a movie that wasn't even that super duper like popular. Yeah, I mean it was popular, but it wasn't E. T. popular. You yeah, know, something that everybody knows the reference for.
0: Right? Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I will definitely go see it, though. Of course, I will. Um, real quick, back to the uh, singers in shows. Stranded in Bakersfield in the live chat said, "Greg, did you like Marilyn Manson in Sons of Anarchy?" Yes, actually, Marilyn Manson was really good in Sons of Anarchy. He played a psychotic. Um, Aryan nation kind of guy and he was terrifying he was really good in it though I could see him he being was, very good at he being was terrifying quite believable as that's what he was <laughs> <laughs> he, he was good so I'll give that credit
1: all right we talk about Florida a lot and now I'm starting to think that we we should probably visit there somewhere sooner, uh, sometimes sooner than later because I think sure. my uh my soulmate might live there Greg
0: live fun employment radio from Florida I can do that
1: <laughs> Florida fun employment yeah oh wow but it has to be in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, absolutely. That's However, this gentleman it. lives in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Okay. Yes, a Florida man who I said might or might not be my soulmate has been arrested after being accused of stealing $40.40 40 worth of items from where? Walmart. 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 Uh, sheriff's deputies were called to Walmart for a I, theft.
0: I picture that there is no other store in Florida except for Walmart. Everything's because of, just like because a different of,
1: form of Walmart. Yeah, because
0: of World of Crazy, it's always Florida and a Walmart. There's <laughs> just something about the two that go hand in hand. I, there is no other store other than a Walmart.
1: That's all there is. Like except it's there's, just, it's like a Walmart, but it's all broken up into separate stores. Like there's right. the clothing store named Walmart. There's yeah. the you know the convenience store that's Walmart. Yeah. The electronics store that's Walmart.
0: Right. It's kind of a Kind of a cross between, um, why am I blanking on the name of the movie? You know what the movie I'm talking about? Hi, welcome. I love you. Costco? Uh, no. Um, Hi, I love you. I like money. I'm just doing quotes. I said really dumb. Thank you very much for. Well, oh, no,
1: that's what he talks about. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Right. Yeah. I yeah. picture
0: it's kind of like a cross between that and then just, you know, Walmarts and Florida. It's, there it's, you all, go. it's all along those lines.
1: They're just all strung together.
0: Yeah, that didn't work out too well. well- <laughs> I wish I hadn't said all of that. <laughs>
1: I'm glad that you did. Uh, Well, a loss prevention officer at this Florida Walmart, one of many, many Florida Walmarts, um, arrested 49-year-old Matthew Roy Warner after he was trying to leave Walmart through the garden center after uh, picking up two 12-packs of Bud Light Cranberitas.
0: Oh, God, that's a thing?
1: A large box of Velveeta macaroni and cheese and an Energizer headlamp.
0: That sounds like a party right there. That's
1: what I was saying. I'm like kind of love Matthew Roy Warner uh, so he tried to sneak out through the garden center of Walmart without paying but he was detained and the two 12 packs of the Cranberita the box of Velveeta and the Energizer headlamp were retrieved Matthew Roy Warner has been charged with trespassing and larceny as a third or subsequent offense because I guess a few years ago he did try to steal before it wasn't said if before he tried to steal the Cranberitas and the Velveeta and the headlamp.
0: He's trying to have a party man. Loss prevention officer at a Walmart sounds like a horrible job.
1: Oh, it's a, you have to chase that, people out of the store and try to get them from leaving with the d- stuff that they stole.
0: And not even that. I'm sure you also probably have to monitor the bathrooms and that kind of stuff. Whatever goes on in there. Yesterday I mean, we
1: had the story about the you know active meth lab and right. somebody's backpack that they left there. Yeah,
0: I would not want that job. I have respect for people who do our loss prevention officers mm-hmm. at Walmart. That sounds tough.
1: Well, this guy, yes, he has been arrested. All right, this sounds kind of awesome. Now, this is a problem in other countries, which I. It's not per per se illegal in the United States yet because I don't think it's really happened here. Okay. So I wanted to kind of softball this idea to you to see what you think. Okay. So Ikea is now having trouble with people and has reportedly now banned thousands of people from playing hide and seek inside of their stores.
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
1: Right? So this is in the Netherlands. Ikea, I guess people are having these huge hide and seek games inside of Ikeas in the Netherlands. Oh,
0: that'd be fantastic. How fun is that? Okay, I like so this idea. So, I- IKEA
1: spokespeople in the Netherlands are saying, it's hard to control, we need to make sure people are safe in our stores, and that's hard to do if we don't even know where they are, if they're hiding. So, uh, tens of thousands of people in a bunch of different IKEA uh, stores all over the Netherlands say that they're attending games of hide-and-seek at all different kinds of stores. People hide in fridges, under stuffed toys, under oh, blue IKEA shopping bags, and in storage spaces beneath beds.
0: Well, I mean, essentially, all the furniture is put together for you to look at, so they've got samples of the furniture. You're you're essentially in somebody's gigantic house. That's what you're in. Mm-hmm. You could that is amazing. Okay, I'm I, I know I probably shouldn't be that excited for it, but No, nope,
1: that's why I was excited about it. Why do you think I'm saying this yeah. story? I'm Like it sounds fun. It's like they spend the whole day. So if somebody, um a girl who plays this, her name's Elise said, uh, sometimes it's fun to just do some childish things. I- IKEA is an extremely like an extremely large living room. We play hide yeah. and seek the whole day. It's really exhausting, but it's so so much fun.
0: Um I'm gonna admit this. I kind of like IKEA. I kind of like going there. Uh, I, I even eat there because I like the food.
1: IKEA is my nightmare.
0: I know. I, sh- I know that's. I know I shouldn't admit it, but I, yeah, I I enjoy going to IKEA. Not all the time, mind you. Once or twice a year, I'll make a trip to IKEA.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad that you were able to. And now that it's out back. there, I
0: feel better. I feel better. Why are you glaring at me? This is why I shouldn't say things.
1: Another Florida story out of Holmes Beach, Florida... A man has been charged with burglary after police found him drinking a beer inside of a house he didn't own, all the while claiming to co-own said house with the singer Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: See, it's like, till then, I'm not quite seeing how this is World of Crazy, but <laughs> now I get it.
1: Now, him and Mariah Carey, they're just holding down the fort in Holmes Beach, Florida. Uh, so, officers responded to a possible burglary in progress at a home in Holmes Beach. Uh, this past weekend, officers noticed a suspicious vehicle in the driveway, music coming from That's inside. Suspicious. Suspicious. Okay. A suspicious vehicle in the driveway, music coming from inside the residence, and a shattered window. A Florida man by the name of Jason Lowell James, 35 years young, was allegedly inside the home drinking beer. Now, after the officers confronted him, James claimed that he has lived at the residence for approximately 17 years, and that Mariah Carey is part owner of the property, (laughs) and they bought it together. Instead, the property is uh, owned by a Wesley Beck partnership, who are a property group who reported that no one should absolutely be inside of the home, and neither James nor Mariah Carey owned it. Uh, James, who is charged with uh, burglary of an unoccupied dwelling, is being held at Manatee County Jail.
0: See, that guy should have teamed up with the Cranberita guy. Maybe that's where he was headed for the party. That'd be pretty awesome.
1: Who knows how close to Holmes Beach and... Fort Walton Beach are. Maybe they're side by side.
0: Could have been. Florida is a magical, magical
1: place. It is a magical place, Greg. And I do have one, and I'm sorry for the theme of the story so far this week, but it seems like we are reaching, Greg, I, I need to ask you this. It feels like we're reaching almost like, a Poop
0: Nexus. Oh, God. Is this more of these stories? There are
1: so many poop stories I, that are I know, out. Like, and I know like you adults. love telling them. I feel like I maybe we've kind of... I love kinda... telling them, but I need to tell them because they're in the news, and these are things that are happening.
0: <sighs> your number one source for... No, this isn't what we want to be known for.
1: No, don't say we're the number one source Well, I don't want to be the number one source We should source be the number that. two source.
0: Oh, God. <sighs>
1: oh.
0: Sarah is the exclusive curator of World of Crazy Stories here on Fun Employment Radio. Just want
1: to well, make sure in, that's known. In Berkshire, England, a fancy village has been terrorized by who they call the Pooh Bomber, who dumps piles of human excrement onto paths and driveways. The clincher of this, though, it is an elderly, bespectacled woman who is going around pooing everywhere, and nobody knows who she is or how to catch her.
0: Wait, who's seen her?
1: People have seen her out of the corners of their eyes. I mean, how fast can an elderly
0: bespectacled woman?
1: She'll be gone. An elderly bespectacled woman. So this village, it's it's quite the fancy village. It's in Inkpen, Berkshire, which is uh, right down the street from the set of Downton Abbey, which should tell you how fancy it is. Okay. Yeah, so this is like where Downton Abbey is filmed.
0: Wait, that's a real place?
1: No, but the castles and the places that they film it in are real places. I've never seen it. All right. All right. uh, So (laughs) this elderly bespectacled woman has been terrorizing the neighborhood, and now the village residents fear that she's becoming even more daring. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Outraged villagers say the bespectacled woman is leaving her stinking waste on public footpaths and roadside verges and other public areas in Inkpen, Berkshire.
0: How much can one old lady walk around and leave deposits everywhere and not be caught.
1: One resident who asked not to be named said people are disgusted by the woman's bizarre behavior and said the culprit wasn't taking increased risks over where she made her unwanted deposits. (laughs) The unnamed source goes on to say, the elderly bespectacled lady seems to be taking uh, more chances and getting more daring. People are now finding human poo close to their driveways. It's as if she gets a thrill out of leaving her trademark where she might get caught.
0: How do they know, though I still don't understand, how do they know it's an older bespectacled lady?
1: Well, the older bespectacled lady has plenty of space to do her business. Inkpen, with about 850 residents, is reputed to be the biggest village area in Berkshire, with homes scattered across several stretching miles and boasting a maze of footpaths and bridleways. It's just a couple of miles uh, to High Clear Castle, where Downtown Abbey is filmed. So there you go. This woman is just ruining all the rich people's right. good times. Just ruining it. Yep. She's, She's up there terrorizing
0: it. the neighborhood. Mm. Oh, God, it was awful.
1: Many celebrities live in the area, and they think Dreadful. that they don't deserve to be treated as such. <laughs> Including Channel 4 broadcaster Jon Snow. His John name's S- actually Jon Snow? Yeah, Jon Snow is a bastard.
0: No nothing, Jon Snow.
1: Uh, So some properties on their grounds that the elderly bespectacled woman is running around pooing on, or leaving her deposits on, if you will.
0: Side note, how much must it suck for that guy? Like, everybody always coming up to him, you know nothing, Jon Snow. I bet he gets that all the time.
1: Some of the properties on the grounds are worth at least $10 million. Wow. But... The Yet pooping. they don't have
0: security cameras to, like, but figure out the elderly
1: bespectacled woman pays how, no heed to the price of their land. How
0: can you be terrorized by an elderly bespectacled woman pooping everywhere <gasps> if it's this rich of a neighborhood? Don't they have security guards? Oh, Greg.
1: Greg, 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 wait. Here's the last sentence. Two sentences. So the resident, the unnamed resident who's afraid of the elderly bespectacled pooper, says, Lots of people think they know who she is, but unless we catch her in the act, we can't prove it. We just want her to stop doing it in public and use her own toilet at home. Wait,
0: so they think they know who it is? They think they
1: might know who it is. However, nobody's been able to catch her in the act.
0: Yeah, but what if it's not this woman? So they're just accusing some poor woman of, of being hit, like walking
1: by her house.
2: I know what you did, Ethel. I know what you did.
1: So there you go. See, we thought it was just an American problem. Nope. Even in the poshest of lands... There were people pooping everywhere.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for (gasps) the breaking story. I do
1: have one more story. I forgot about this because I didn't want to end it on a poop story. Thank you. No problem. This is out of New Orleans. Back to good old U.S. of A. Merck. An argument between a 64-year-old man who wanted a Budweiser and his friend who handed him a can of Bush and said ended (laughs) when a disgruntled recipient who wanted the Budweiser but instead got the bush, shot the other man in the arm, wounding him in a parking lot. Wow. He was very angry that his friend did not give him the beer that he desired. Also,
0: they were drinking in a parking lot? They
1: were drinking in a parking okay. lot. This is New Orleans. Uh, the incident, which occurred in the New Orleans suburb of Harvey, resulted in one man, Clarence Sturdivant, shooting his neighbor, Walter Merrick, in the arm. Witnesses said uh, that the incident, which began with them arguing over the respective merits of each beer brand <laughs> to which they disagreed, escalated when Merrick pointed a gun at Sturtevant, with the Budweiser adherent inher- uh, then firing a shotgun in self defense and shooting him in the arm. Sturtevant was not charged in the incident, but was arrested on an unspecified, unrelated charge. Uh, let's see, well, Merrick was cited for aggravated assault with the shotgun. They really didn't agree on their beer choices.
0: Yeah, that's not a a very good friendship.
1: There you go. That's my world crazy.
0: Are you getting ready to sneeze and try not to do it on the microphone? I
1: know I've been sneezing all morning. Sorry, I'm just calling that out right now. Yeah, thanks for that, Greg. I
0: just had to do that. All right, should we do a little bit of ball
1: talk? Why do you always ask me? Why don't you say let's do a little bit of ball talk?
0: I'm trying to be nice about it, I'm not demanding. Okay. I know I have a very commanding presence, but I'm trying to...
1: Yes, it's most intimidating. Thank you. I'm Greg Nibbler.
0: Let's talk balls. balls. All right, of course, it is rapidly approaching, and I am talking about the insanity of the month before April, the oh. NCAA men's basketball tournament. It actually begins a little bit tomorrow. There's a couple of play-in games tomorrow. But the real action starts on Thursday. And right now at funemploymentradio.com slash champions is a very rudimentary page that I put together that links to where you can join our tournament. So Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, it is a, a uh, where you can fill out your bracket. You don't have to know anything about basketball to fill out a bracket. I
1: didn't, and I filled mine out.
0: But what you do have to do, though, is get it in in time. You have to get it in before the tournament starts. So I would suggest getting it done by Wednesday the 18th. Um, so go to com slash champions and click on that link Let there. me tell you
1: how how good I did at setting up my bracket because I was telling Greg who I ended up with winning. And he actually went oh. back into his bracket and reconstructed his bracket because he didn't realize. Because I just randomly picked things. And I ended up with a pretty solid team.
0: Well, I don't think I that lying? was it. I would have done it otherwise. No,
1: you, you're you like, oh, you ended up with that team. Oh, they're actually doing pretty good. And Greg went in and changed his bracket.
0: Well, anyway. ha. <laughs> Go to slash champions and fill out your bracket. Also, I've got a bet with uh, Ryland from Guys and Balls. Mm-hmm. Guys and Balls here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, actually airing tonight at about seven thirty PM on our network. Uh, so we're going to do the same thing we did last year with a thirty second liner. Whoever finishes uh, first gets to write a liner for the other one. That's awesome. Yes, indeed. I'm so just that's, glad I'm not involved. Mm, I want. I really want to win this year because I didn't win last year. All right, but that was just technicality. Technicalities. Why? That's why that happened. slash champions. All right, moving on to ball talk. Here's an odd injury, and Sarah, I want you to be worried about this now to go along with your shins. All right. Because this is something you've been trying not to do this entire show, and this man is out for a while. So Toronto Blue Jays Major League Baseball outfielder Kevin Pillar has suffered a strained oblique. He suffered this on Saturday morning. Now it's a common injury. It does happen. He's going to be out seven to ten days. The key is how he got this injury was he sneezed too hard. (laughs) This is a professional baseball player. An outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays sneezed too hard and ended up with a strained oblique. So just be careful, Sarah. Thanks, Greg. I just want you to be be real careful. I
1: really appreciate it.
0: Don't sneeze too hard. And that's that wouldn't be a good enough excuse to be out 7 to 10 days from Front Employment Radio. So I appreciate that. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Speaking of injuries, I just have to say this story because, you know, we cover like, the big stories here in uh, the world of sports, just so you know what it is that's going on. This has to do with Chris Borland of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Chris Borland was a rookie last year. He's kind of becoming a star in the NFL. Linebacker going into his second year, makes a lot of money. Decided he doesn't want to... <laughs> play in the NFL anymore. Really? He is retiring from the NFL due to what he said are concerns about his health. He said he's perfectly healthy right now. He believes he has had a concussion before, and he doesn't want to end up being one of these players that is basically debilitated by the time he gets done with his career and having severe head injuries and body injuries. He's like, you know what? I'm out. Uh, I'm going to be okay with this. And he's retiring. Retiring from the NFL at the age of 24. Wow, okay. He said he thinks the dangers are real. It's serious, and he just doesn't want to. Just doesn't want to do it.
1: All right, buddy, you don't do anything you don't want so, to. So
0: Chris Borland, uh, you know what? It's kind of. Uh, I think it's it's kind of setting a precedence because there's a few other players that have retired early over this offseason, although not quite as notable and early as, as this guy. The players actually are starting to get worried about this whole concussion thing in the NFL. Well,
1: it's pretty terrifying. It is
0: causing it's it. it yeah, it's it's pretty bad. So this could spark all kinds of changes. Who knows what is going to happen from this. But I suspect there's going to be some issues because he was he was an up-and-coming player. All right, moving on to ball talk. Somebody else who's not going to be playing this year, but not for that reason, is Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football. You know, at this point now, I used to despise Johnny Football, mm-hmm. which if you don't know who he is, he was a star player in college, came into the NFL, a whole lot of hype. Big time partier, like to flash around, has money. His symbol is where he rubs his uh, fingers together in the sign of like he's showing off his money. Okay. Well, now he's going to have a little less of it because he's sitting out this entire year. And that is because he went into rehab over this last summer. And apparently it's severe enough that he is sitting out this entire year of... Of football, that is what uh, what the reports what was are coming he, out right like, now.
1: Like physical rehab or like uh, no? Alcohol? I'm sorry, uh, alcohol rehabilitation.
0: Okay. Yeah, and and unspecified other things. Gotcha. So the, he is going to yeah, supposedly be sitting out and not going to be playing this year in the NFL. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, so that must be pretty severe. Moving on in ball talk, just a couple of other, a uh, couple other quick things, and then uh, and then we'll be done. Uh, San Diego Chargers fans. Your team might be moving to L.A. It's quite possible. Apparently they're in a big fight with their stadium down there in San Diego. So it could be the L.A. Chargers within the next two years. And finally in ball talk, there is this. Sarah, we ran the Shamrock run. I know we're feeling kind of injured from that. And, you know, you've got your shin Are you we- still?
1: I thought it was just me.
0: Shin weevils. Nah, I mean, my left, my, my left ankle's a little sore. Just
1: tell me you're still feeling a little rickety.
0: Yeah, my left ankle's pretty sore. Okay. I don't want to run on it. All right. I don't have shin weevils, but the okay, this is something the that
1: stupid shin weevils. This
0: is something we didn't have. If I say it enough times, it'll get in your head. Uh, this is something that we didn't have to worry about, and this happened in Puerto Rico, where apparently there was an Ironman competition on Sunday. Same day we were running our Shamrock Run. Only it's people not dealing with sore legs. It's people who were shot. So,
1: <laughs> whoa, you took that in a different direction. Nobody
0: died. They're both in stable condition, but two of the competitors, I guess they were on part of the uh, the bicycling leg of the triathlon, because, you know, you swim a gajillion miles, then you bike a gajillion miles, and then you run a gajillion miles. It sounds impossible. Technically,
1: yes, that is all accurate.
0: It's a gajillion. Mm-hmm. It, it's something, respect to people who do the Ironman, no way would I ever want to train for something like that. So they were doing this, though. It was a uh, woman and a guy. They were on part of the bicycling leg, when all of a sudden, on the pathway they were on... There was a police chase where they were chasing down a reported uh, reputed drug dealer, and they were in a shootout. And during the shootout, as they're just riding down their bikes, one guy got hit off of his bike, and then the uh, woman, Liz, uh, the guy that got hit, actually, he was shot. He took three bullets, and like I said, he's okay. Jesus. And the woman ended up being shot in the leg, a woman, Liz Boyvin from Wisconsin, who was Participating in this shot in the leg, so the lesson of the story here is: uh, I uh, don't do the Iron Man number one, and don't uh, don't do any runs in Puerto Rico because that sounds absolutely horrifying. That
1: sounds like the worst idea ever. So
0: there we go. Oh, and the, the final guy, there was another guy that got hit by his bike and crashed into an ant hill and then suffered multiple bites from an ant. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> so Iron Man in Puerto Rico, don't do it. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: Thank you for the inspiration to never do that, Kurt. Yes,
0: that's that's really what I was trying to do. I'm like, hey, come on. No, don't do not do that. All right. Um, I know we're probably, well, we should probably wrap up. I do want to say thank you to Alex Ray Mundo for coming on to Fun Employment Radio. So he's going to be at the Bossa Nova Ballroom this Saturday, March 21st. Tickets at bossanovaballroom.com. Awesome. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And coming up today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls.
1: I still love that name.
0: It is pretty good. Guys and Balls. And it's true. And also, thank you to everyone listening because you guys are fantastic. We really, really do appreciate it. Follow us on we Twitter. Do, Greg
1: had a sincere voice right there. It I, was I my think sincere voice. It. I know.
0: I was breaking the wall. I was just breaking down there for a second. Just trying to keep it real, keep it clean, keep it legit.
1: Okay, you could stop that.
0: <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, I already said that. Follow us on Twitter, at FunEmpRadio at Greg Nibbler with one B, at Sarah X Dylan Sarah with an H. And uh, like us on iTunes and all those other things. All right, thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
1: .com. Bye, guys.